experimental unit clone force 99. The defective clones with the desirable mutations. They call themselves the Bad Batch. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And you just heard the Bad Batch-themed intro for the Empire Radio Podcast, and that means that we are going to be covering something, anything related to the Bad Batch. Um, And luckily for us, and luckily for you, the listener, we are actually going to be covering something very fun. something that we started last week. And if you don't know what that is, uh, Jeremiah, our lovely Jeremiah decided that kind of, it it started as a passing joke almost. Uh, but he decided he was going to write a fan fiction for his version of a live action, bad batch television series in the case that he won the lottery and had $500 million to spare. Yep. Uh, (laughs) So it started as a joke. He kind of mentioned it a few week, weeks ago in an episode um, just in passing, and then he did it, and he surprised us because based on what I heard last week, the rest of this is going to be really good. He did a good job. We covered the episodes one through three last week. So two really quick things before we begin. One, if you haven't listened to it, you need to stop because you're not going to have any context for this episode. <laughs> uh, there's going to be no context, and you're going to be really confused. So one, you should probably stop after I explain the second point. And the second point is you just need to go listen to it if you haven't regardless because it's really good. Uh, Jeremiah's surprised sounds a little negative, but I was very pleasantly surprised at least. Like I knew I had <laughs> you had an interview, uh, but uh, he surprised us with a really good story uh, spanning the first three episodes last week. So um, it's worth a listen if you haven't listened to it and you really should regardless. Um because you're going to have no idea what's going on. But really quickly, uh, two quick things, news-wise. There's not very much going on Star Wars-related right now uh, because of the pandemic and everything else is falling apart in the world and the fact that everything is delayed. But uh, Drew's going to talk about something in a second that is actually official, but in unofficial Expanded Universe news, because... That's kind of my thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I, well, I'm about 90% of the way through a new audiobook that I'm listening to with the Libby app, not a sponsor. Um, but if you wanted to sponsor us, we would very much appreciate it. Um, but it's called Red Harvest. It's another, I've talked about Death uh, Troopers on here before. It's like a Star Wars zombie thing. Well, this is another Star Wars zombie story, but it takes place in the Old Republic on the homeworld and inside of a uh, Sith Academy. So it's really interesting. Uh, It's like your classic zombie story, but if the people trying to fight back were Force users. It's really fascinating. So highly recommend that. Um, And then Drew, what 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 was the news that you have for us? 
Yeah, so in more Star Wars fun, crazy news. I think over the weekend, I don't know the exact date. I've been kind of in and out out of town for the last two weeks, so it could have happened while I was doing that too. But there is a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Awakens tour on Disney+. Plus. So if you have Disney+, and you haven't looked at it because not any new Star Wars stuff has come out, and honestly, like, there's not a whole bunch you can do on there except watch Star Wars stuff, so, <laughs> at least for me. So, um, uh, but yeah, so I saw that this is on there. It's like an hour and 15 minute long, like, tour of Galaxy's Edge, and I don't know if it was recorded, like, recently, and they made it seem like it was old, or it could be old, but, like, Neil Patrick Harris is the main host, and, like, the the guy who's taking this tour and like the guy who designed galaxy's edge, like shows him through it. And then he has like guest stars, like the girl who play is the main girl from big bang theory. I don't know her name off the top of my head. Kate Haley or Kaylee Kukuo. Yeah. She, she's like in it. And then there's a lot of other random actors in it, but then like the cast of rise of Skywalker, explains their first experience going to it so it's really really fun i'm like 30 minutes into it and like it's not that i got bored it's just i had other things to do but it is something i want to check out like i was just at galaxy's edge last week or maybe it was two weeks ago now no last week still it's like a little bit over a week i was just there and so like it's really cool because i'm gonna kind of relive it again but if you've already been there, I recommend watching it to kind of get your your feels and like that itch of going back kind of fulfilled. Um, but if you have never gone, I don't know if I would recommend it because it's very spoilerly. Like they kind of go through the whole thing. It seems like they're going to literally experience everything at Galaxy's Edge. So maybe not do it. But yeah, I, I've, I have not been to Galaxy's Edge and I still really want to go. And yeah. Like specifically, build a lightsaber. Like that's that's the goal. I want to go, and yes. so so I'd don't no go now because during the pandemic, uh, you cannot build your lightsaber right now. That is closed. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, and I was so there I, two weeks ago, and I could talk an hour about my experience and how different it was compared to when I first went. But yeah, yeah, I, I probably won't watch it because I I just don't want to spoil the magic for myself. Yeah, I would recommend Andrew or any listener, like if you haven't gone but you want to go, I would recommend holding out a little bit until this whole COVID thing because this is not Galaxy Edge's best performance. Like there's a lot of things you can't do compared to when I first went and like the actors are there like chewing in them, but they're kind of up high and it's like you have to order everything on your phone for food. Like you can't just go get blue milk like at the milk stand you have to order on your phone and then get in line to go get it because they don't want like i don't know i don't really understand that part um i don't want to rant but like you could go and buy normal merch like normally by just going up in line we wait in line obviously for your turn and then you can go through the shop and grab what you want and then check out but for the milk you had to do it on a phone get your waiting time and then go get it but you could get it like from like 10 minutes to like three hours later if you wanted. 
but it's like kind of be more like safe. But I thought it was really stupid because it wasn't any more dangerous than actually just being there. You know, yeah, it's, like it sounds like, it's not like a restaurant. It sounds like it was you're weird, heated, man. I, I I did not. That was the one part I did not enjoy that part because I wanted my blue milk and I did not want to have to download the app to get my blue milk. But besides that, it was fine. It was it was a so it was safer than a lot of places I've been during COVID, to say the least. But still, don't go. I would just suggest waiting. Not for your first time. If you yeah. if you've done it before. It's super cheap to go right now, so maybe. But if you haven't done it, I would not recommend going in for the first time. So, Andrew, yeah. wait. We'll just wait. Oh, well, I don't have the money right now anyways. But <laughs> what I do have is my fancy TIE Fighter flyby sound effect that I'm about to use to segue us into episodes four, five, and six of Jeremiah's oh. fan fiction. Jeremiah's yep. mind. You guys yep. ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Look, don't knock the TIE fighter sound. Okay. <laughs> it's just funny every single time I just we, think we it's need funny. like a like a bad batch sound now. Yeah. I actually thought about that the second I hit the button, so I'll work <laughs> on that too. But uh Jeremiah, why don't why don't you start us off by giving like the briefest summary you can. Okay. So you know episode... how they have like on TV shows is like previously on yes, yes. blah 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 blah. I, blah. Yeah, I've watched TV that. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are that's wondering, fair. but but that's, that's okay. we're not wondering. Okay, so episode one, Bad Batch, they're on a mission uh, to kill, a, to assassinate a separatist leader. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Echo, he overhears some trans, separatist transmissions while he's hacked into a, a communications whatever, and he's there's reports that Jedi uh, are. Uh, or I should say clones are, are on many fronts. Battle fronts are being are in retreat and they're running away from the battles and ending battles. Uh, many Jedi are being found dead and reports that clones have been turning on Jedi. So they're super confused, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they, they continue on their mission. They assassinate the leader and they go back to base. And we find out that Tarkin is actually their main commander of all their missions. And he says, okay, guys, the war's over. And the bad guy's like, what? That doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean? And so then up pops uh, a hologram of of Palpatine giving them Order 66. And all five submit to Order 66. And so that was the first episode. Second episode, uh, they it's... Uh, the Bad Batch, they are in training to um, fight Jedi, to hunt and track down Jedi. Uh, they're a highly elite Jedi-killing team, and they're in a early Purge Trooper program, and Purge Troopers are from Jedi Fallen Order, the video game, and they're uh, troopers that were trained specifically to fight Jedi. So they become an elite uh, like purge trooper force in a sense that lead other Jedi to find and hunt uh, Jedi, and they um, they're the best at killing and hunting Jedi. So anyway, we get to a point where they're on a, a large scale mission where there's five Jedi on one planet, 
that have been tracked. And so like 500 clones are sent to this to hunt them all down. And in that, uh, uh, Echo has a lot of issues with his performance and a lot of confusion and discomfort. And he has a chance to kill a Jedi and he doesn't. He hesitates and doesn't kill a Jedi. And then other Jedi or in, uh, other clones come in with the bad batch and they end up killing the Jedi. So, um, but during that mission echo, he finds a transmission that was encrypted. Uh, Oh, I should say they're also on a former, former techno union controlled planet. And so they're, they're on the planet. He uh, finds this encrypted message that's on a loop and he doesn't know what it is. He has to like go back to camp to, or base to, unlock it but um so that's the second episode third episode uh this was like a really long episode so basically the mess message that he finds was actually a message from rex saying that that the the uh the war and order 66 was not what what it seemed and that there was a secret that fives discovered and uh rex is like find me on this nearby moon blah 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 so Echo and Bad Batch, they go find him on this moon, and Rex captures them and basically removes their chips. Well, actually, that, that, that's getting ahead of the thing. We, the episode yeah. ends with him yeah. and his other clones stunning the other yeah, the, yeah. The Bad I Batch. Was- I was going to say, I mean, like, we knew it was going to happen, right. but, like, you left us on a pretty pretty bad cliffhanger with the stun yeah. move so yep, yep. all right, all right. So, so now we're four five and six here we go okay so episode four is entitled forced choice oh and mm-hmm. so uh it starts up there. with echo he's waking up from uh the surgery and when he's waking up he's you know it's kind of like he's 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 waking up and looking around the room and seeing what's going on. And he actually sees uh wrecker. He's actually in the surgery chamber in the, the medical area. And so he sees wrecker in the machine having surgery. And, um, and so he sees all these other, these uh, the other members of the bad batch going through surgery. And, um, when the original four, uh, bad batch uh, wait, are waking up. They're s- totally the same. Like they're still angry. They're still mad. Blah blah blah. Like mad at Rex. Like why are you? What you? What did you do to us? Like you're lying. What's going on? You're still like a uh, you're a traitor, Rex. We're gonna if we can, we're gonna kill you. Blah blah blah. And so now this refresher from again from last episode. Um, it's probably gonna take. They calculated that it's gonna take like twelve hours for. Um, the bad batch to fully have the the effects of the the chip uh, dissipate because it's going to take time for the effects of the chip to wear off after it's been removed. So now it's just what, so they're all chained up. They're all uh, really locked quickly. Up. Yeah, Jeremiah. For for those of our listeners who might have forgotten that part from last week, why why would it take twelve hours for them? So they. Rex, with his other clones that he has woken up, he has four other that are there with him um, that have removed their chips. Um, 
they discovered that for every month that passes that after order 66, um, it takes about two hours after the chip to be removed uh, for the effects of order 66 to dissipate because there's, they develop a second personality from the, the biochip. And so that second personality takes over their mind and they can't think for themselves. So every two months it adds, or every month adds two hours. So they're about six months after um, uh, order 66. So it's going to take about 12 hours for the effects of the biochip to wear off after it's been removed. That's so long. Yeah. And also after two years, they kind of are guessing that even if the biochip is removed, no clone would would wake up to their original personality. So Mm, after um, two years, you said two years that the effects of the chip would be so great on the mind that it would just have done its damage and you couldn't save yeah, a clone. They're, they're gone. They're gone. And so, so right now Rex knows that this is just a waiting game and um, it's just waiting. Like that's just how it goes. So uh, again, from last episode, um, there was five Jedi on the planet and four of those Jedi have been killed and there's one remaining on the planet. So, and so now we flash back to the planet where uh, the clones are tracking this Jedi and um, Tarkin is kind of overseeing all this whole large scale um, invasion basically of this region on this planet. And these clones that are trying to track down this last Jedi, they're really struggling. They find this Jedi and kill him and it's just going to crap. Like, and Tarkin is seeing how terrible they're performing out there and just getting decimated by the Jedi, the last Jedi that's out there. And so at this time, the Bad Batch, they're kind of like on a break for the rest of the mission because uh, the Bad Batch is kind of sluggish also and their team has also struggling. And so Tarkin, he's super pissed that these clones can't take care of this last Jedi. And so he's like, all right, whatever. I'm calling the Bad Batch back in to finish this mission because they're the only ones that can do it. Their vacation time is done. Well, they're not on the planet anymore. They're on the moon. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And so then it transitions back to the moon with Rex and the Bad Batch. And um, we see that they are sl- slowly um, coming out of the effects of Order 66. And so it's kind of like with Echo, he had a slow transition of confusion and discomfort because his biochip was degrading for the last six months because of the effects of um, his torture, his torture and being being a machine basically for the techno union during the Clone Wars. So um, they are having a similar experience where their their anger is dissipating because they're they're no, they're starting to understand they're starting to go back into the original personality. And so there's a a slow transition. Um, And then as we kind of see this fleshed out a little bit, um, it goes back to the planet and, you know, people, officers go up to Tarkin, like we can't find the bad batch. We don't know where they're at. They're not in their, their, their living quarters. They're not anywhere. We can't find them. And so then Tarkin is, all right, all right, we're going to search for them. We got to investigate where did they go? Because he sent them on vacation, basically. 
And so he's doing a full-fledged find them, basically. And so then it transitions back to the moon, and Rex is in a... uh, His mental state is very conflicted because he's torn on how to really deal with millions of clones that need surgery. There's literally millions of clones that have been brainwashed by order 66. And so he, he sees this overwhelming need, but he is, he's just one person and um, he has no plan really. Um, right. And he, and he's, he's like, we can't get a million millions of clones to lay down in a surgery chamber. Like there's no way we can do that. And he's like, we, what we really need is like, some small device that could do the work of a surgery chamber, but it's small, easily made and can be mobile. Oh, that's easy. It's called a lightsaber. Um, <laughs> you just take a little maybe. bit off the top. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, but he's like, that's the, he's like, that's the only way we could get, a lot of clones is these small devices, but even then, like it would still take forever. It's, there's millions of clones. Um, yeah. And Just so, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, okay. So then it goes back to the planet again and uh, they're doing a ship inventory and they realize that one ship is missing. And, Uh-oh. and Tarkin is like, well, turn the track around. Where did the ship go? Like, where is it? And so then they uh, are doing a search for that on the radar or whatever. Um, and let's see, where am I? All right. So then now we get back to the, the moon and Rex is talking with the Bad Batch. And they're they're basically all the way there of fully recovered uh, from surgery and you know they're fully wakened up now it's been about 12 hours and um you know he's he says like we need your help he's saying this to the bad batch we need your help like like we need you to somehow like go back under cover back into the the empire um and maybe you can help us track some remaining jedi that we could find ourselves then help get there the jedi to help us somehow but like he doesn't really have a, a substantive plan. Like he doesn't really know what still doesn't know what to do. He's so, super confused. Wait, wait a second. So Rex is so he got their chips out. Yeah, and he's asking them to go back in. Yeah, because like he. Oh, that's that's intense, man. He had because he has no plan. Like he can't do it himself, and he's like, I have no resources. But you guys are with the Empire. You guys are tracking Jedi. Like you could find Jedi to help help fight against the empire or something like that. Cause right. he's like, this is like my only option. Like you guys are the only option I have. Like we've been waiting on this moon for six weeks, hoping that echo would randomly find this techno union transmission that only he and the whole entire galaxy could hear. We've just been waiting. Yeah. He's, he's, and so he's like, the bad batches are only a hope. And then Hunter speaks up and he's like, um, he's like, we, we, I don't know if we can do that. We don't really, if we go back, like our our job is to hunt and kill a Jedi. Like if we don't do that, like like they're gonna know something's wrong, and they're like we can't go undercover. 
but he's like, if we go with you, the empire is going to hunt us because we're like their main Jedi hunters. And like, so it's like, he's, there's like no choice for them. Like there's no matter what they do, it's a terrible choice. So then it flashes back to Tarkin on the planet and they've tracked the ship to the nearby moon. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get together a, 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 like a, a, a multiple, multiple, multiple like starships to go track them and see what's going down. They're ready for anything. They don't know if like they got taken by some Jedi or if they were going rogue or something like, so he's like, he's ready for anything. So he sends out like 10 ships full of clones to like find them on the moon. Oh, dang. Cause it's Tarkin. He doesn't mess around. No. So, um, so they go and one of the clones that's with Rex, um, they're monitoring radar and stuff. And he's like, we have a group of ships coming. Like they're, they're 20 minutes until they're here. Like I got them on the radar. They're going to be here in 20 minutes. And the, the, the bad batch, they're like, if they find us, like we don't have a reason to be here. Like we don't have a story on why we're on this moon that doesn't like throw you under the bus, Rex. And like, He's like, the only choice we now have is to go with you, Rex. Like, we, we have to run with you. We have to Ooh. escape. And so um, Rex is like, all right, fine. Like, you got a better ship than our ship, and you need to disable the, the tracker on it. And we got to load up as many supplies as that I have on this moon and quick load up all the information I got, all the supplies I got as quickly as possible. So I got 20 minutes. And so they're, they're loading up boxes and crates and they're like loading up quick. And they're you know, like, they only have 20 minutes and they get in their ship right when, when, uh, the clone ships arrive and they're running away and there's like a cool, like space dogfight type thing where they're trying to escape while they're getting shot at blah, blah, blah. And then classic star Wars, they escape via hyper jump. So Boom. Ah. And so uh, when that happens, it the camera will return back to that medical station on that moon that they were at in the room where the surgery chamber was. And it's like, hey, why is it showing this? And the camera zooms onto one of the tables. And on that table was left like one of their iPad, one of Rex's iPads. Of all the inf- of all the information <laughs> that he had, yeah, whatever they call them. You call them iPads, data iPads, pads. tablets, data pads, whatever. Data and, pads. And so they left. They forgot one of their uh, possessions on in that room, and on that tablet is information on what they, what Rex has discovered. And so that's the end Oof. of episode four. Ba, ba, ba. Dang. Dang. Dang, man. So, what do you think is going to happen next? Well, I sure as heck hope... Okay, well... <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of a... A little bit of a hairy situation going on here. And, and, and completely separated from the fact that they're now running for their lives. But And the, it has nothing to do with Chewy that it's hairy. But... 
don't do that. Don't don't encourage. <laughs> don't encourage Drew. <laughs> um, Where's our Babu no, Frick sound? Come no, on. it's got to be it's got to hey! be a good joke. Got to be a good yeah. joke for that. Anyway, Andrew. Um, well, okay. So Tarkin sent up clones, right? Yeah. Okay. So are the clones gonna? Here's here's the the, the hairy situation that I could foresee happening. <laughs> if a clone finds it and reads it before it gets back to Tarkin. They, whoever, which, whichever clone or clones read that, there's going to be a frick ton of confliction within them. If well, uh, I guess, I guess if they believe it, well, the other thing, the thing that I, they, they, they can't be conflicted on it because remember one of the things that they discovered. Ah, uh, that's fair. That Rex discovered was that no clone can choose to remove their chip because they, uh, they true. can't. That's they true. don't believe that it that that's the issue. They believe that the Jedi betrayed the Republic and that they're. From their point of view, the Jedi are evil, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And, so, uh-huh. and so they could find it, and they're just going to follow orders and just relay the information to Tarkin. Okay, so never mind. Harry's situation <laughs> avoided. Um, yeah, I don't, at this point, I don't know, man, because like, I guess the sky's the limit. They could go to Tatooine if they wanted to. Ooh, they, they should. They could go... I don't know, find some random Jedi and get him or her to help him. I don't know. Like, I'm just excited to see what happens. Jeremiah, please tell me they're going to Tatooine for me. Uh, As of right now, there are no plans to go to Tatooine in this season or the next. (laughs) My heart. But there could be a hope for season three. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Any other thoughts before we move on to episode five? Well, I have a thought. Um, actually, actually, now that you say that, because speaking of, about uh, Tatooine, there's a cantina there. If I was to walk into that cantina, I would hope that they had coffee on the menu from the sponsor of today's episode. Yes. That would be I don't convenient. know about you guys. It would... That would be very convenient. Yeah, plot-wise, it would be very convenient. <laughs> uh, so anyway, here's here's a word uh, from the sponsor of today's video, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Yep. Yep. You should do it. Just like the clones should take out their chips. It's yes. the same. It's basically the same decision. Just mm-hmm. do it. Or, okay. or suffer the 
All right. Or kill people. All right. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. coffee is to die for, but oh, hey, I thought you were going to do the, the drum thing for yourself. <laughs> I just did Babu Frick in the background. Yep. Do it again. Just... All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Episode five. Episode five is called Prototype. Uh, okay. You have my attention. So, let me ask you, what was proposed by Rex in the previous episode? That they make a device. A small device. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to make a prototype of that device. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, starts out with tech uh, approaching um, Rex while they're in hyperspace. He's like, I've been thinking a lot about this device that we could develop that would remove these chips. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, but we like a medical clone, trained clone. But like, you know, you had you, we have one with us that you uh, removed the chip from previously. Like, so we have that clone's intel or in, intellect on understanding, you know, how to deal with medical issues and chip removal he's like but we need you know supplies on how to on making some sort of device that could do this and so um and then so then like hunter would say something like well you know what we could do is go to the planet braca which if you have played Jedi Fallen Order is the planet that Cal Kestis is on uh, at the beginning of the game where it's uh, Star Destroyers are being taken apart and being repurposed and being stripped for parts. And so he's like, the Empire is just starting to bring, you know, ships to this planet to be deconstructed. Um, They're kind of going through a trial run with this group of people to see how well they can dismantle um, star destroyers and whatnot. And so there's probably going to be, you know, supplies on this planet that could have medical equipment that was taken out of the star destroyers, blah, blah. So we'll, we'll go to Braca. So they go to Braca. And so um, it's, they can, you can say something, Drew. Well, I was going to say, is that the planet in the beginning yeah, of the game that you're like trying to run through and not fall to your death like multiple times? Yeah, so that's where they're they're taking apart the oh, ships. Oh, cool. So, it's very they, wet there. Yeah, it so, a lot. so they were thinking this, is the, this might be the easiest way for us to find uh, like medical droids or something that could be repurposed and redesigned to uh do a surgery and so um they go to this planet and so then it flashes back to tarkin on the moon with clones and they're 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 swiping through the whole facility and he's kind of like i kind of pictured it like like a, a ship lands and clones run off down the the landing like door thing and then tarkin's is standing up there and was with his hands behind his back and this walks down slowly type of thing, like all like menacing. And so they're, they're just kind of like going through the facility. So we see that and um, 
goes back to uh, Rex and the Bad Batch, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna. There's a marketplace around here that we could, like, like, like a black market, like other market stuff, where these uh, people are just kind of selling random things that they've taken from the Star Destroyers and other ships that have been brought in. Blah blah blah. And so the Bad Batch and the clones with Rex, they kind of uh, break apart and kind of like spread out to try and find if they can find any medical droids or find any anything really. And so they're like, all right, spread out, return back in an hour. Let's see if we can figure some stuff out. And so while um, they're doing this, it flash, there's a flashback, but it's of Rex um, months and months earlier uh, while he's on his own after Order 66, after he left Ahsoka when they parted ways. And so it's him and he is by himself and he finds a small uh, communications outpost in the middle of nowhere where he knows that there's going to be um, a small group of clones at this base, little, little like outpost. And he's like, I can take these clones by myself. I can stun them. And he, he knows that there's a medical station, like medical equipment and stuff at this uh, station. And so he's like, if I can break in, stun them, I can quick do surgery on these, on these clones. And he has to do it all by himself because this is, he's all, all on his own. And so this is how he gets those four other clones is he, he breaks into this facility, stuns them, ties them up, puts them into surgery, and it's just him and four other clones. And that's how he, he did it. And so, so to that question of how did he get those other four clones with him? we hear this story and this is the fifth episode into the season. So we've been kind of like wondering this whole time, like how did he do this? And so then it flashes back to present time on the uh, Braca and they meet back up and Hunter's like, all right, I found a black market dealer of medical supplies. Super convenient. I know. Uh, <laughs> and so okay. as, as, as a group, they, they go off to this thing. And so, um, and then it flashes back to Tarkin on back on the moon and him and the clones, they find the, 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 the iPad that was accidentally left and uh, they see what Rex's findings are, what he's done and how they, he discovered the chip uh, and all that stuff. And so he makes an emergency call to the emperor. Oh, and, and so, because this is like, obviously, the chips are the emperor's master plan. Like, this is his thing. And Tarkin knows all about the chips. He knows the whole story, apparently. Oh, wow. And so, and so he he calls the emperor and tells him what happened. And the emperor is like, all right, there's going to be high alert for all clones throughout the whole galaxy. And we got to watch out for the ship, like. At any moment, if they if a clone finds the bad batch, they have any means necessary to kill or capture the bad batch, and that's the Emperor's commands to all the clones in the galaxy, basically. And so then it flashes back to Braca with the clones with and Rex and the bad batch, and so they go to this uh, medical supply black market dealer, and they trade a bunch of their weapons and supplies that they had. Uh, to get three medical droids that could, that tech and uh, the medical 
op- trained officer would f- felt like they could use this to create a device like the droid itself could do the surgery, but it would be kind of modified to, um, I kind of pictured it as like, like a, kind of like a helmet, but like more of like, like a, like a square thing where it would go around a clone's head and like latch onto its shoulders. And then it would be stable enough to do a surgery right there. And so the uh, tech and the medical officer, they do a make three prototypes and Rex looks at him at the prototypes and says, all right, let's go find some clones. And that's the end of the episode. Of course it is. Of course it's the end. It would be. You dirty dog. So this was kind of like the 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 low key middle of the season episode where you know not any action, but it's just kind of like build up, build up for what's to come. Sure. So I'm curious. The Emperor put them all on high alert. Why not send Darth Vader after him? That's Ooh. that's the that's the quick way. That's you want something taken care of. You send, well, yeah, you but, send your boy Vader. Well, yeah, but they don't know where they went. So the clones are throughout the whole galaxy, so they're basically surveillance for the Emperor. Uh, that's and true. So, and that's so they have more widespread influence than Vader, even though he could do a lot of work on his own. Um, and Vader is pretty new to the world right now as Vader. Yeah, that's so, fair. I'm and he's probably sure out there killing some... Jedi, too. Well, there not there some books that talk about how Vader's not like kind of like a secret still kind of? Or am I, I wrong? Was, I think he was kind of secret kind of like the whole time. Like Yeah. For the whole 19 years. Wasn't he kind of like more Well, he was like, he was like a ghost almost. Be, he was a ghost, but he was to keep the the emperor's identity a secret as a Sith. He was portrayed to be like a Jedi or someone who turned to be his yeah. main enforcer. So yeah, yeah. like he, he was known, but very rarely one, did he ever leave any witnesses? And then two, um, he was portrayed very widely as someone that worked directly with the emperor, but was still more separated than he actually was. Gotcha. So, Crazy. All right. So let's, episode, hear it. let's hear what happens. Episode six called Trial and Error. Oh, gosh. Okay. Are you scared? I, what, what, what was your initial you're... thought when you read that, heard that? Uh, it's one of the devices isn't going to work and some clones yeah. going to die. Let's see, your names are very kind of predictable. <laughs> 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 All right. So anyway... So they uh, go to a region uh, where they know that there's going to be spread out through the region. There's going to be communication outposts, just like Rex did when he um, took on four clones uh, to to, to, to save them that we saw in the flashback in the previous episode. So they're going with the same idea. Go find some outposts that are going to have few amount of clones that they could easily overtake. Um, and um, But by this time, the outposts are a little bit more 
uh, have a little bit few more people. And so, because uh, the Bad Batch, they know the ins and outs now of how the, the Empire are working. And so the, the Bad Batch is like, all right, we have these these outposts that are spread out in this uh, region. And when I say region, I'm like thinking like different planets in like a sector of the galaxy, not like a single planet. So right. um, I was tracking. Okay. So they're like, but each of these outposts will have 12 clones manning these communication stations. And so they have 10. So the, the bad batch is five and then Rex plus four more. So there's 10 of them against 12 at all these, at these outposts. And they said, there's uh, four outposts in this region of the galaxy. And I, all right, well, we first got to start with one. So they, their plan is to, um, when they get there, take out long range communication so that the clones can't call for help or anything like that. Um, once they finish the mission to delete surveillance that's taken at that location and then take any ships and supplies that, that are on that planet and use that to trade for supplies and more medical droids and whatnot so they could create more devices. So basically it's twofold. It's to save the clones and also gain supplies so they could use that to trade for supplies. Sure. That they, they Makes would perfect need. sense. So they they get to their first outpost. Um, they, you know, Wrecker, he does this thing where he blows up the communication dish type thing. Um, and they they go into the outpost. They, they're perfect. They're the Bad Batch and the Rex. And so they're they're super efficient. They know what they're doing. They stun all, the, all 12 clones. And they start hooking up these uh, prototype medical devices to remove these chips. And so they don't know what's going to happen because obviously this is a prototype and they're all nervous and scared. And so they, they are doing this and in the process of doing these surgeries uh, at the first outpost, three clones die that three of the 12 have died, but nine survive. And so do we know um, why? It's just because they, the settings of how the, do you remember in, in the Clone Wars during the fives arc in season six, when he removes his own chip, he has that little droid do the surgery while he's laying on a table. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's like very precise surgery in a very specific location and so if the device isn't lined up correctly on the the shoulders oh, and head, like it's going to be off by just a little bit and to the point where it would it could what, do brain damage. Was it, was it like the first three? Um, not necessarily. It would just be oh, okay. just random. And so... Okay, I got you. Because, you know, they could put it correctly on the first few clones and then the next time when they... Tr- try it on the next clone they didn't set it up right on the sure sure sure, or some, sure. Okay. something like that where and so um so they they do this and so they're heartbroken that three have died like and then like through the nine that survive wake up basically and they're going to see that three of their friends have just been killed and they don't know why what's going on because they haven't woken up yet because it takes 
at this point, 12 hours for them to yeah. come to their senses. And so this is a super tense, like emotional time. Cause they don't know what's, no one knows what's going on. They don't know how to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. And so they, you know, they, they take the nine survivors and they, they load up the ships, they take steel ships and roll up supplies and they take off. And then tech and the medical officer, they, you know, they, like, we got to fix this. We got to, how can we make this, these devices more efficient, how we can more likely set it up right on the head and the shoulders so that there's not this problem again. And so they, 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 you know, they look at the, they studied like the, the issues with the three to die and like, okay, this is what's wrong. It was kind of, this angle was off here. We can adjust this angle on the device, da, 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 da. And so they tweak those machines or those devices. And all right, we got to go to the next outpost. Like what's the, what's the next one. And so they go to the next one and same thing. Take out long range communications, um, delete surveillance, blah, blah, blah. And they do this, and this like the first one, they were flawless in how they they took out uh, all the clone, the twelve clones there. They stunned them all, and when they did this, two clones die. And so, okay. the, uh, slightly better, but not not <laughs> where they want to be. They want to be perfect every time. So now at this point, the ten original ten, they have now gained nineteen. Uh, survivors and so uh, and now there are two outposts left in this region so they think okay you know we took out two two outposts and you know you know one outpost going out you know might not mean much to you know the the, the powers that be in the empire like an outpost went out well we'll fix it but now there's two that are out in the same region and so it might be a little suspicious and so they figured if they just go to one out the next outpost, the third one, and they take that one out, then they're fairly confident that the Empire will be waiting at the fourth. And so Sure, yeah, that makes sense. And so their plan is well, we have twenty nine clones now that can do it. So we're gonna hit the last two outposts at the same time. Oh. Because they can't risk going to the fourth one after they the third one because obviously there's a higher risk that the empire will be waiting for them. Right. And, and so now at this point, you know, no one knows why these, these first two outposts have been taken out. Like they don't know what the issues are. And so, um, now I should, I should mention that this, this region is, is not far from like the techno union planets were, and so this whole region of that galaxy is kind of where Tarkin is kind of in charge in a sense. And so this is like his region of the, the galaxy that he's leading clones to find Jedi and doing the work of the Empire type of thing. And so um, that does have that as a little note as you're listening to this episode. Um, and so... The clones, they, they have 29 now, that I, like I said, and so they split up. So um, they time it perfectly. You know, like in the movies, they, they sync up their watches on their wrist to make sure they're all on the Gosh. same same time. And they're, they split up, and they had the same plan. 
take out long range communications first so they can't call for help, uh, delete surveillance, and then, you know, do the surgeries and take ships and supplies, blah, blah, blah. They do this. And luckily, both locations went perfectly. No clones died when they did the surgery. And so, well, that's good. They gained, yeah. they, 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 they fixed the devices perfectly. They, they now have full trust that these, the angles that they have with the machine and the, how it connects to the clones bodies. They know how it's done where it's going to be perfect, or at least that's what they think. And so, um, now with these additional 24, they now have a total of 53 clones that have been saved from the chip. Wow. And mm-hmm. so now they're, they're kind of, they're excited. Like, you know, just in a matter of a few days, it went from Rex and four clones to 53. And so and once they take them out, are they just like with them essentially? Yeah. Because they, they see how they were brainwashed, brainwashed and used and betrayed by the, the, what they thought was the Republic, but is now the empire. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like how Rex was when he woke up, like he yeah, yeah. immediately understood what happened. And so they're all like angry and, and they all are like, yeah, we need to save our brothers. Like we're, we're in yeah. this, like this is the war that we're choosing now is to go save our, our, our brothers. And even though there's millions of them out there, they're, they're willing to fight for that. Gotcha. And so, and so, like I said, they now have 53 clones that have been saved and you know, they're, they're confident in what they're doing and what they can do to save clones. And so, because they have 53, you know, they start talking like, we need to find a larger target with a lot more clones that we could attack that would have a, a better payoff than just 12, have a lot more supplies and a lot more ships. So they're like thinking, all right, you know, there's, we're in a, a major region of the galaxy where there's, there's bases and whatnot all throughout because um, the Empire, they're slowly doing their thing where they're taking over systems and planets and all that stuff. And so they're like, all right, we got to find our next target, a, a, a large target that we can save a large amount of clones. Stay on target. Yep. And so then it flashes to Tarkin and he's made aware that in his region, four outposts have been taken out and Converted. when, and when, investigated all the clones are gone mm-hmm. like they're just missing and he doesn't know why like he hasn't yet made the conclusion that this is the bad batch like he thinks gotcha. maybe it could be but like he, he doesn't know like it just could be civilians in the galaxy that are mad at the empire and they're just rebelling and they're just taking out outposts like he doesn't know but he is thinking like all right they're taking out four outposts you know, and in this region, there's there's only like two targets that are nearby that are large enough that would mean anything. And so he's like, he's anticipating this, he's thinking, so he's kind of like sitting at his desk thinking, and that's how the episode ends. Mm. Wait, what? So we don't know where they're going? Yeah, that's next episode. Boo. <laughs> hey, Boo. It's, it's it's the season finale next week. It's 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 <gasps> big, dude. I have is dude, it, 
I have like like a how let's see. So all my episodes, the first six episodes that I've written, it took up let's see like less than three pages of notes. Mm-hmm. And for the final episode I have like two pages plus plus the dialogue that I have that ends the episode. And so there's so, a lot of details. So you took notes on your own episodes, Jeremiah? Yeah, that's what I'm reading off of. I'm oh, reading I my, didn't know if you were like I'm not just, just making it up as I'm No, I know that, but I didn't know if you're summarizing <laughs> like how long is every episode like on a written scale so like our listeners can understand? Well, I just have like bullet points of this. So all these points I've been saying are just bullet points oh. that I've written down. And so these are just overall like simple plot points. They, they seem like they would be like 35, 30, 35 minute episodes. Yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking more like like a like a Netflix link, so like forty five to fifty minutes. Oh yeah, because if because sure, if you sure. have like Dave Filoni and John Favreau on my team and they're adding in details and Easter eggs and dialogue, like these yeah, conversations yeah. are going to go for hey, five yeah, minutes, not thirty that, seconds. That's like fair. Yeah. so, yeah. that's fair. Well, cool. so what, what's do you think is going to happen? I don't know. They're I mean, probably all going to die. No. That could that could be yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you be mad if they all die next episode? <laughs> yeah, It'd be really interesting that you're already writing season two, but you know, season two is just about Rex, I guess. <laughs> Could be. Oh, no, he doesn't out, die. We find out that the Bad Batch is just a mantle that is passed on from generation to generation. Oh, like, that's a good it's, idea. It's it's not a person; it's an idea, and you can't kill it's, ideas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, anyway, it's like a force. <laughs> it's not. Uh. No, I. I feel like the Death Star could be involved. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh, or Vader. <gasps> maybe we do get to see Vader. I think. Okay, I think bringing in Vader. And and of course they can't defeat Vader, but like no. having them interact in some way. Well, I was gonna say almost match him and then get away. Oh, would be match him. would be really cool. It would be a really like, cool way to end the the season. That would be cool. I feel like matching's pretty intense. Um, but yeah, I mean because like they're the bad batch, they could figure out how to counteract his force abilities and stuff. Plus. With it only being about six months in, I'm sure Vader is still, to whatever extent, getting used to his suit as well. True. So I don't know if he's at his height, the height of his power, quite yet. So I don't know. Maybe they can take advantage of that. Um, But Jeremiah mentioned there are two places, um, two targets. I mean, and again, the target is first and foremost clones and not materials and supplies. So like, well, the, I don't know. They're looking for a larger target because it'd be a larger path. So it'd be a lot more clones that they could save, but there'd be a lot more supplies as well. Okay. So maybe not the Death Star right away, but I don't know, maybe Camino. I don't know. I don't know where this is really taking place in the galaxy, so I wouldn't be able to tell you, but 
Um, maybe it's maybe it's uh, Tatooine, Drew. Oh, maybe I don't think Jeremiah would let me live. My favorite thing. Yeah, like they need Tatooine. to go ransack Moss Eisley. Mm. I don't know. But, he did, but Jeremiah already said that Tatooine is not. Kind of I know, joking. The next I, I, maybe I just said that so when I do bring it in, ah. it comes out of nowhere. Mm, true, you are pretty sneaky. I guess we'll have to find out next week. Yep. Dang. Well, next week, for those of you that are listening right now, next week is entirely dedicated to the season finale. So you're going to want to be here. You're not going to want to miss it. And I promise you, well, I can't promise you because I don't know what's going to happen, but Jeremiah can <laughs> promise you that it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, but what did you guys think? What did you guys, the listeners, think of episodes four through six of Jeremiah's Bad Batch? Or fan one fiction? through six. Or yeah. yeah, I mean, the first six episodes at this point. Yeah. How do you how do you like the story? Where do you think it's going to go? Well, if you're sitting here thinking, and you're going, well, I have thoughts, but I don't know where to. I don't know what to do with them. Well, you can direct those thoughts to one of three locations. The first two are our social medias. And Drew, where can they find us on social media? Yeah, so they can find us on Instagram and good old Facebook, loyal Facebook. Um, that's Empire Radio Podcast, and I believe yep. that's on both. Yep, so yeah, yep. you can just go over there. Um, they are linked together too, so should be able to kind of jump back and forth a little bit. But yeah, we we see both of them. Um, we love a comment or any suggestions that you would love. Also, there's also links right under where you're listening to this um, to leave a voicemail. So if you click the link for the voicemail, you can leave us a really nice voicemail and we would love to listen to it and if it's if we like it we'll put it on the show for our the other fans to listen to as well so go check all yeah. those links out below um yeah anything yeah. else so like like Drew said your three options are Facebook uh Instagram and the voicemail link below um again those two social media links are uh Empire Radio podcast and it's not just limited to voice messages. If you guys send us a really good message, who knows? Yes. Before we st- like get into the thick of the, the season finale, we might even read it to see if you're correct. And if you're correct, we will send you our love and support. <laughs> well, and we have, we've, we have read